0: to Biblical Talks Podcast with Michael Tolliver. This podcast is dedicated to biblical teaching and having worldview discussions from a biblical perspective. Here is today's podcast. Beloved, today our churches are filled with more and more watered-down sermons which lack sound doctrine. Here's a sermon from the late Dr. S.M. Lockridge. He's preaching on the state of today's modern church and the need to proclaim the name of Jesus and Jesus alone again in our churches. During Black History Month, let's listen to Dr. Lockridge preach the Lordship of Jesus Christ. May this message echo in your heart as you listen. Here's the late Dr. Lockridge. Isn't it strange that people look
1: everywhere for salvation And turn away from the only one who can save us? Even in our churches now We minimize responsibilities And we emphasize privileges Many times when we go out to witness We are talking about mundane things And things that don't really matter We tell them Come with us. Our brand of Christianity is fun. We make it easy for you uh, to worship. If you come with us, you can worship in air-conditioned comfort. We have valet parking. If you give the attendant a couple of dollars, he will change your oil and give you a lubrication job while you worship. Come on with us. You don't hear anything about fire and brimstone in our church. There's no obligation, no commitment, no responsibility. You don't even have to change your lifestyle. No discipline, no repentance. Just come on with us. We have a ball. Say not one word about Jesus. And he's the only one who can save us. Then, you know, one of the big divisions of the devil's work is to turn people's minds away from God. And do you know, people are still believing the devil rather than God. Now people are saying that Jesus Christ is a myth. They say the Bible is just a legend. And you know, in the past few weeks, you heard National Council of Churches pushing a new edition of the Bible. Where they call themselves, we're going to do away with all that sexist language in the Bible. You don't need to say our father. You can say our father, our mother. No, no, no. No, no. But but that's somebody who doesn't know the Lord. Uh, But I'm afraid that too many of us who call ourselves being sophisticated, up to date and relevant with the times, we get taken in. By that kind of a thing. You can't substitute for the word of God. There's no substitute for salvation. There's nobody like Jesus. You know people are looking for substitute saviors. And they're looking for pseudo-gods. That's the reason so many people uh, go on drugs. They're looking for a way out. Well I tell you the only way out is up. The only one who can bring us out is the Lord Jesus Christ. There's no need of depending on drugs. We have a drug for everything. If you're sleepy, there's a drug to wake you up. If you have insomnia, there's a drug to cause you to sleep. If you're fat, there's a drug to make you lean. If you are lean, there's a drug to make you fat. Drug for ulcers, high blood pressure, dandruff. Athletes for it, drug for everything. Leave home in the morning, gonna have a busy day, and he'll take a pep pill. Come in in the evening and calm down with a martini. We live in a time of lookalikes. If you don't want to pay the money for a Cadillac, there's another car that looks just like it. If you don't, if you don't want to spend the money for a twenty-one jewel watch, there's always a Timex, and it keeps good time too. If you can't afford uh, leather, there's vinyl. If you can't afford metal, there's plastic. If you can't afford solid wood, there's a veneer. And when you look at it, it looks just like the real thing. Some people even think that prayer is by proxy, that you have to get somebody else to do your prayer. Now, I appreciate people praying for me, but nobody can talk to the Lord for me like I can. And I'm so glad that he has provided a communication system where I can get in touch with him anywhere, talk to him about anything, and nobody's in my way. and Nobody can cut off the system. In these times of replicas and facsimile, we need to look for the authentic. Now, no matter what the world offers you, There is nobody can save you but Jesus. I can't save you, pastor can't save you, but Jesus can. He's the only one who can forgive you of your sin. He's the only one who can blot out your transgression. Don't let anybody make you doubt him. There's nobody like him in his pre-existence. And you say, what do you mean pre-existence? You know what pre-means, that means before. There's nobody like him in his before existence. Now that will blow your mind. He was here to get existence started. He was here before the beginning. He's older than his mother and the same age of his father. In creation, God took a motherless woman, Eve, out of the body of a man Adam and in redemption he took a fatherless man Jesus from the body of a woman Mary I don't want you to think that he just began to be with a birth in Bethlehem I've already said he was you know when you go way back to the beginning when you get back to the beginning then he already was when he was born he was born contrary to the laws of nature. He defied the laws of genetics and suspended the rules of biology because he startled kings. He puzzled the doctors and the masterminds of his day. Remember when he's a subteen, they carried him and presented him in the temple, and after the ceremony was over, they had gone a three days' journey back home before they missed him. They had to go all the way back to the temple, and there they found him among the masterminds, and he had them baffled. He was giving answers and asking questions that had them dumbfounded. There was a time when you'd walk up to him and ask your son, how old are you? If they'd asked Jesus that, he would have said, on my mother's side, I'm 12. On my father's side, I'm from everlasting to everlasting. Well, he walked on the billows and he hushed the sea to sleep. Why, when they heard him speak in defense of himself, came back and reported to the authorities, we haven't ever heard a man speak like that. He speaks as one with authority and not as a scribe. When they saw him still... A storm, even the disciples said, What manner of man is this that even the winds and the waves obey? For he bore our grief, he carried our sorrow, he was wounded for our transgression, bruised for our iniquity, the chastisement of our peace was upon him and with his stripes. We are healed. He suffered all of the agony deserved unpardoned sinners. He suffered the weight of punishment for all sins for all time. He suffered the contradiction of sinners. He suffered the reproach and the rejection of men. He suffered being betrayed by a familiar friend. He suffered being rebuked by the disciples. He suffered a hatred without a cause. He suffered blood agony in Gethsemane. He suffered a shame of arrest without a warrant, he suffered incarceration in a common jail. And then they nailed him to a cross. I'm talking about while he was yet alive. Laid him on the cross, put nails in his hands, spikes in his feet, and then raised him up between heaven and earth. And I can hear that old cross dropping. In that hole to receive. There buffered him. They spat in his face. They even taunted him and said, if you be the son of God, why don't you save yourself? And even a thief being crucified along with him said, if you be the Christ, why don't you come down and save yourself and while you're at it, save us. And I can hear that thief on the right saying man you ought to be ashamed of yourself don't you fear God don't you see we are dying just like he is but you see we deserve what we are getting but this man has done nothing amiss. And that thief on the right in his heart when he heard Jesus say father Forgive them for they know not what they do. That thief on the right said that means me. And he turned to Jesus and said, Lord, when you come into your kingdom, I want you to remember me. And I believe that Jesus got on the hot line to heaven, and there he told the father to place put an extra place sitting on the table, I'm bringing company home for dinner. For he said, this day, not some far off distant day, but this day, shalt thou be with me in paradise. I'm trying to tell you, nobody died like it. Then while, while dying, he heard that repentant thief, and he left his body on the cross. And the spirit caught the spirit of that repentant thief and escorted him out toward the gates of paradise. When the imps of hell saw him escorting that thief to the gates of paradise, they began to say, don't let him open those gates, whatever you have to do, don't let him open those gates. Those gates have been closed ever since Adam reached for equality with God and stumbled and fell outside the gates of Eden. Don't let him open those gates. Those gates have been closed for 4,004 years. Whatever you have to do, don't let him open those gates. But I can hear Jesus saying, Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be ye lifted up ye everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. And then I can hear the imps of hell saying, Who is this King of glory? The Lord is saying, The Lord of hosts, he is the King of glory. About that time, the gates of heaven went up, and he escorted the repentant thief in to paradise. And when he got ready to go back to the cross, I can hear an angel saying, Wait a minute, you haven't told us his name. I can hear Jesus saying, Well, I didn't take time to have him to sign an application for membership card. I I didn't take time to carry him through orientation. All I know, he's a sinner saved by grace. Jesus goes on back to that cross. Yes, because it wasn't quite finished. He went on back to that cross and there hanging between heaven and earth as if earth was trying to get rid of him and heaven didn't want him. Or heard him cry out, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? Then I heard him cry it is finished. When those around the cross heard him say, it is finished, they thought he was saying he was finished, and they tried to move in. And to let him know that he was not finished, he cried with a loud voice, the Bible says, for the end to thy hand, I commend my spirit. And he dropped his head in the locks of his shoulder, and he died. Nobody died like him, for when he died, the sun got dark. When he died, the veil in the temple was red in twain. He died. Well, there was nobody buried like him. They put my rock in the wearied land inside of a rock, Joseph knew too. And then they rolled a rock over the mouth of that rock that contained my rock. And then the next day, the soldiers went to Pilate and said, we heard that deceiver said he was going to rise in the third day. I tell you, you better make it as safe as you can. Pilate said, that's your job. You go and tender that. They went and put a seal around that rock But I don't have to go on and tell you my rock came out of that rock. But the cynics are saying, if he had so much power, why did it take him so long to rise? Well, he wasn't working on your time. He's not working on Satan's time. He couldn't afford to let the prophets down. He couldn't even uh, afford to let himself down. For he himself said he would rise the third day. But Simon Peter said he went down and talked with the spirits in prison. I can see him going down in hell. And there I can see him taking the keys from hell. Then going on back to the grave. When he gets there to the grave, there death was standing in the corner of the grave. And death said, look like I've seen you before. Said, yes, you're the one who stung me on friday back there on calvary give me that sting. now he's got the keys to death and hell and he starts up out of the grave and i can hear the grave said wait a minute you can't go now we signed a contract that we are not losing another the last one we lost was lazarus and we can't lose another but thank god by the might of his own power just like the bible said he would he got up out of that grave with every form of power in the orbit of his omnipotence and he stepped out on the side of immortality and declared that all power i've got the keys to hell all power i've got the sting of death all power is in my hand weird here bragging about white power but all power is his we're talking about black power all power is his we're talking about green power all power is here there's nobody like him in his ascension there's nobody like him in his return you know god has given him a name that's above every name that at the name of jesus every knee should bow, and every tongue should confess that he is Lord. Well, he's the one who smiles in a rainbow and laughs in the light. He's the one who takes stars and fastens his vest with them. Uh, well, his hand is firm and friendly. His heart is true and tender. His help is always timely. In his presence is the fullness of joy. Well, he has a name that's above every name I say. To his name there is no norm. To his fame, there's no finality. To his claim, there's no confine. To his love, there's no limit. To his honor, there's no horizon. To his beauty, there's no boundary. To his truth, there's no terminus. To his mercy, there's no measure. Well, now now he will do right. You know, we have to go to courts trying to get justice and all that. But he is a ruler that will do do right. He's righteous in his rule. He's lustrous in his love. He's famous in his fullness. He's glorious in his grace. He's cautious in his care. He's precious in his peace. He's judicious in his justice and he's bounteous in his blessing. What I like about him, he never retracts a promise. Whatever he has promised you, he will fulfill. He said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. In that promise, you can read it backwards or forwards and it means the same thing. You leave nor forsake, never will I. He will never retract a promise. He will never relinquish his power. He will never repeal a pledge. He never slumbers nor sleeps. He's never in a hurry but he's always on time. He procured redemption. He promotes peace. He purifies sin. And he's provided access to the throne of grace so that one like me can get in touch with him anytime, anywhere. Don't you go on down, limping down life's road. Come to Jesus. He's the only one who can save Come to Jesus. That's the only name you can pray Come to Jesus. That's the only name we can meet in. Come to Jesus. He is the only name that can go with us every step of the way. You see, just in a little while, each one of us is going to have to go our separate way. But he is able to go with every one of us simultaneously. He can go with you and God knows he's with me. Do you know him today? Have you trusted him? If you have not, You can do it right now. In a moment and a twinkling of an eye.
0: What a preacher. Isn't Jesus wonderful? Isn't he wonderful? Old time preaching is what the modern church needs to hear today. This Black History Month is that exactly what we're going to do. We are going to listen to some old-time black preaching. May God have a blessing in the reading of his word.